This is episode number three and today I'm talking all about hip flexibility and how you can improve it. Welcome along to the DressageRiderTraining.com podcast. I'm Nicholas Smith and in each episode I'll bring you an educational or inspiring message to help you unlock your true potential as a dressage athlete. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Your hip joints are a ball and socket joint. This means they move in a variety of ways and the range of motion varies very much is very much dependent on your flexibility and your lifestyle. As a dressage rider, a good functioning range of motion is crucial to shock absorb your horse's movement and to direct that force efficiently through your body. To do that optimally, your hips need to be correctly positioned and properly aligned. The saddle the horse's width and your mobility can all affect that alignment. As such, a rider may have good alignment on one horse but poor alignment on another. Just like our horses, we're all built differently, so it's important to understand how you can foster a good balance regardless of the horse that you're riding. When, your rider's hip, when the rider's hips are balanced and evenly aligned with your pelvis and your spine, full range of motion is available to the body. When that range is limited due to the seat position and the rider's ability to absorb the horse's movement is then compromised. There's two common scenarios that can also affect your hip balance. One is your stirrups are too long and so your hip flexibility becomes limited and so it makes your short tight hip flexors that can limit the rider's ability to move their thigh bone backwards and adjust the position of their pelvis. In addition, stirrups that are too long can cause a forward rotation of the pelvis and a backward shift of the rider's weight. Another one is the legs that are rotating outwards. When you're relaxed or riding a wide horse, your thigh bones naturally turn outwards. However, if your adductors and the muscles on the inside of your legs are tight, your hip joints can get stuck in this position as well. This prevents the backward motion of your pelvis and effectively lifting yourself up and out of the saddle. With both of these issues, it's important to work out why your hips are tight and rebalance your hips by stretching and using mobility exercises off the horse is one of the best places you can start. And then during these everyday movements and looking at the way that you spend your time and structuring your spine into your neutral position is also going to help you balance out your pelvis and improve the function of your hips when you're in your saddle. It's also really important to help your hips getting those 10,000 step days because when we sit in a chair for eight hours straight, everything gets stuck, matted, glued together, your spine gets compressed, your hip flexors get locked, your pelvis gets um, imbalanced. And so when we start to rebalance ourselves and we get our neutral spine, we start to build these 10,000 steps today, days, our hips start to rebalance, our pelvis starts to rebalance and come, become freer and we start to be able to um, reset that hip mobility so that when we're in the saddle we feel more balanced. So use the time when you're riding 
And when you're warming up your horse, to focus on establishing your center of gravity and balance through the pelvis and your neutral spine by making sure that you're sitting even through both seat bones, got a nice neutral spine, and that you're able to move freely with the horse. Be conscious of how even you're distributing your weight through both sides of your seat bones before you start to work your horse. And start to establish a routine so that you can follow the start of your ride just by thinking about correct alignment and getting yourself in the right mindset so that you can set yourself up, become second nature, and then you can fully focus on the horse. And before you hop in the saddle, you're also making sure that you're presenting yourself and your body in the way that it's optimized so that when you do ride, you can truly focus on the horse. But again, if you turn up to the horse and you've been stuck in a chair all day, you're feeling really unfit, unbalanced, you aren't um, building your stamina with your walking and you haven't got your neutral spine, it's going to be much harder when you get into that saddle to be able to help improve the horse. But the more you practice this regularly off the horse, you'll find it won't require as much effort when you're riding. So finding the correct alignment will soon become much easier and more second nature to you. On those days when you haven't walked a lot and you turn up your horse and you're thinking, oh, you know, you are feeling really stiff, try walking your horse around the arena for a few minutes before you actually hop on. Because before you do any work with your horse, you want to be doing a good 10 to 15 minutes of walking on a loose rein to help them loosen up. So why not do the same for yourself and just walk leading the horse around. Loosen yourself both up and it's a win-win. You're stacking, you're, you're stacking both, both goals in mind and you're both loosening up before you start the work. So how do we actually improve our hip mobility? More often than not, dressage riders can be extremely tight in the hip area and really lack mobility when it's required in the saddle. So developing hip flexibility means your hips are able to move free enough to be able to find the rhythm of your horse. You also want to have enough strength through your pelvis and core to allow your seat bones to get into the saddle and remain stable throughout your ride. Hip flexibility isn't about doing the splits, thankfully, but it is about optimizing the body's function, making sure that it's evenly balanced and so that your pelvis is evenly balanced, your core is strong to protect your spine and that your hips can open and move freely with the horse to prevent wear and tear. Being flexible and mobile isn't about being able to put your legs around your head, but it is about having the right amount of mobility that evenly distributes around a stable pelvis. A lack of flexibility is common, especially in riders, especially if you spend a long time at a desk and you can naturally lose your mobility over time as well as you age. But it's easy to gain back. It's easy to improve the mobility, improve your suppleness by keeping the body moving and putting in a little bit of time off the horse. It's easy to understand as well how hip mobility can affect your performance as a dressage rider. Tight hip flexors can impede your framework and your ability to move effectively with your horse and to be able to give clear aids. Imbalances between one side and the other can also create imbalances through movements and lateral work when you're riding as well. So you're wanting to improve strength. And if you've had any injuries in the past, 
this can also impact your alignment as well. So you want to make sure that you're improving those imbalances and preventing any joint pain by making sure your wheel alignment is working correctly. So remember the car analogy. It's all about making sure your hinges, your joints move freely and correctly without creating any undue wear and tear. So we want to make sure that we're improving our hip mobility. And there's a few stretches that you can do to get yourself started. And I have these in the free guide and they're also on the website as well. But the easiest place to get them from going from this audio is to go to the website and download the free guide. The first two stretches are the couch stretch and the Hindu stretch. And these are quite hard, obviously, to demonstrate on audio, but I'll do my very best. But you can get a video on these as well on the website. So... And it's free. So to these two stretches, if you combine these with a foundation of movement in your day, you're going to start to feel much more freer. So just like a house needs a solid foundation to before any walls get constructed and the roof gets in place, this is where you want to start with your fitness and with your well-being, is building the solid foundation. Because if you don't have this in place, this is where cracks start to be seen. And we can see this you always hear about the basics of horse training, making sure you're getting the basics and you can take a horse all the way to the top, but if they don't have the basics right, you can see it in their training. And this is the same for you as a rider, improving your foundation, your basics, your fitness, it's getting this in place so that you are stable, you're strong, your stamina is there and your baseline fitness is there and you're improving your neutral position so that when you're in the saddle, the basics are there and so that you can be optimized to be able to improve your riding even more. So the two stretches you can add to this foundation is your couch stretch. So this is helping to open up your hips. So bear with me as I try and demonstrate this, demonstrate, try and verbalize this over audio. So it's called the couch stretch because your back leg, you can use a couch to be able to put that leg up on top of it, to be able to intensify the stretch. But essentially start with yourself kneeling on the ground, so both knees on the ground, feet back behind you, and then step one foot out in front, so let's say it's your right leg, step that out in front, place your heel underneath your knee, and then your left knee is still on the ground. So you're making a 90 degree box with your right leg, and then a 90 degree box with your left leg, but your left knee's on the ground. From there, you're going to take your left hand up into the sky, stretch up really high, and then you're going to tuck your tailbone underneath you, and you'll feel a stretch through the front of your hip, down into your quads on your left leg. Now, you, if you've got knee problems, you can place a cushion underneath your knee, and if you want to make this more intense, that's where you back yourself up to a couch, and you pick up your left foot, and you place your left foot onto the couch as you lift your left hand up to the sky. This is incredible for helping to open up your hips. So you want to start off gentle. And if you do have knee problems, you can place that a cushion underneath your knee. But I do also give options in the video as well. So you can watch that and get those options. Second stretch is a Hindu squat. squat. This really helps to open up your hips as well. So essentially you have your feet parallel or if, if not just ever so slightly turned out to the side. And then you are standing up nice and tall. 
and you're lowering yourself all the way down to the bottom into a squat, lowering your bottom all the way down to full range of motion, and you're holding yourself into that position. Again, pictures to demonstrate that if you need, and if you need to hold on to something as well, you can. So these two stretches, you're adding on to your foundation of movement, and these are just some simple stretches to help improve your hip mobility and help to get that into your routine. And it's not about... Um, having to go and do really long workouts but it's about bringing in the correct movements that are specific to riding that's going to enhance and optimize your body's position so that you can improve your position in the saddle. So I encourage you to add these two stretches daily and try and hold them for 30 seconds initially and then after the first few weeks of regularly stretching and your 10,000 steps see if you can build it up to 60 seconds or even aiming to two minutes. Regular stretching will really start to make an impact on how mobile and supple you feel and ultimately your riding posture and also it's nourishing for your hips. You're giving some love back to those hips, a bit of self-care and giving them more time by taking care of them. So regardless of your riding level, the discipline that you do, hips are a key area for all dressage riders and keeping them healthy and supple is crucial to be able to care for them and continue those riding years. So using these stretches will really start to really help with that. So I want to encourage you as we finish this off to really bring those into your daily routine. Along with your foundation of movement, your neutral spine, and you're setting yourself up for success to be able to improve your riding position and your health and well-being when you're in the saddle and ultimately helping yourself enjoy your riding even more. That's it for this episode. If you found it helpful, make sure you download my free guide at dressageridertraining.com. It will help you get started on your journey to becoming the best rider you can be. If you know others who might like the show, please do share this with them. My goal is to help others enjoy their riding even more by taking care of themselves as much as they do their horses. And finally, if you have time to give this podcast review, it would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.